Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, episode number 82. on how looking at your brain can change your life. With a case study from one of my friends, business growth expert, Doug Sutton, who had a SPECT brain imaging scan a few years ago through Dr. Daniel Amen's clinics when he was noticing some mental fog and lower energy levels. I remember seeing the testimonial from Amen clinics come through social media and the headline I read was powerful. It said, when Doug made the decision to look at his brain, it changed his life. I know that this episode will help all of us, including myself, to really think about the fact that if our brain is working right, we will work right. For those who are new here, my name is Andrea Samadhi. I'm a former educator who created this podcast to bring awareness, ideas, and strategies for our most pressing issues that are facing educators in the workplace, or parents working from home or in the corporate space to keep us all working at our highest levels of productivity. The goal is to bring the most current brain research and practical neuroscience connected to our social and emotional skills to take our results to the next level. After quoting Dr. Daniel Amen, one of the most well-known psychiatrists and brain disorder specialists from Amen Clinics, for most of the episodes on this podcast, And then after interviewing Dr. Shane Creato on episode 72 on peak sleep performance for athletes, he's one of the sleep doctors that works out of Dr. Amen's Chicago clinics. And then after interviewing his daughter, Chloe Amen, on episode 11 on a book that she helped Daniel to revise called Change Your Brain, Change Your Grades, I started to wonder about what I would learn about my current and future health by doing a brain imaging scan from Daniel's clinics. In the spring, I took this online course that Dr. Amen and Tana, his wife, did. It was called The End of Mental Illness, and I wanted to continue to learn ways to optimize brain health for myself and for others, and they were actually offering a free brain scan as a prize, and this was the first time I even thought about getting my own brain scan. So I took the course, and I did all the work that was required for the contest, and I didn't win. And I just forgot about it until I interviewed Dr. Shane Creato on episode 72. And I started to see how important sleep was for our brain health. And it was Dr. Creato who suggested I contact Damon Clinics and set up a spec scan and take a look and see what's going on. And then he could offer more targeted tips based on what he sees. Dr. Amen always says, how do you know if you don't look? So of course, I'm scheduled to get a SPECT image brain scan next week, and my husband's coming along so we can both look at ways that we can look at our current state of our brain health with the goal of optimizing our brain and our future. I'm not sure what we're going to learn, but I thought a good first step would be to speak with Doug Sutton and learn firsthand from his brain scan experience what he learned and how it not only impacted, but changed his life. So sit back and take notes. And if you've ever thought about getting a brain scan from Amen Clinics, I'm sure you're going to be convinced like I was after this episode. (music) 
Welcome, Doug. Thank you so much for writing back so quickly about this. I know it's been some time since we hung out in the seminars and we were just talking and brainstorming when exactly we met. And no wonder I never forgot you, Doug, because you were at one of the first seminars that I went to in Arizona that made me consider why I wanted to move here. You were staffing at one of Sai's seminar events. So before we get to the questions, can you just go over what exactly uh, the, is the work that you're doing now? Yeah, sure. And it's funny because we both have Sai and then as well as the connection with Bob Proctor as well in, in common. And I have been a student of personal and professional development for a long time. And I had the pleasure of meeting Bob Proctor on my 21st birthday, uh, which was like such a really cool experience for my birthday. And uh, he was a keynote speaker at a convention that I was at in Dallas, Texas, and he really took me under his wing. And ever since then, I've been so fascinated by how we create our realities and the way that why we do the things that we do in our life, whether that's our relationship with our physical health, our relationships that we have, and then also within our career and the level of success or lack of that we have and the complexity of our minds and our thinking. And so this whole path that I've been on has been amazing to have incredible mentors over the years. And then since we connected, another thing I didn't mention offline is I had the honor and privilege of working with Tony Robbins and Chet Holmes. And I was part of the business breakthroughs team in the business mastery summits, the very first business mastery summit that was ever put on back in April of 2009. And I became one of the lead consultants uh, for the consulting division. And so uh, with that, I've been working with business owners and entrepreneurs all around the world in multiple industries and go in and help them identify their business growth strategies, their customer experience architecture, the way that they run the culture within their company and the purpose and mission that they have, and then help them identify different ways to optimize their revenues and profits. And being a student of, of this work and understanding that you can give someone the best strategy in the world, just like giving a person the best diet in the world that they intellectually know what to do but there's usually a gap or a reason why they don't accomplish the things that they already know. So beyond giving someone strategy, there's different layers to that. And one of the things I'm most passionate about just as a person is uh, I grew up on a farm and I believe that um, one of my responsibilities is to do whatever I can to create a better world. And that whenever we transition from this experience to feel as if that our presence here did something that created a positive ripple effect while we're here. And that got me thinking through all these experiences of the unconscious behaviors and patterns that we have that cause unintended consequences in our life, right? And so if someone has a, a goal to have their dream body and they go through personal growth, they might accomplish that. But if their real underlying motivating factor as to why they want that is because they don't feel that they're worthy uh, as they are, and they have to fix themselves to finally be good enough they're really coming from a place of I'm not good enough. And so while they might accomplish that goal, they haven't healed the wounds within themselves and that can carry on with them for a long time. So it's just so fascinating to do that. So part of what I wanted to do with conscious growth is to introduce um, frameworks to people so they can understand how unconscious growth can cause unintended consequences. And that can relate to culture within a company, customer experience, architecture, but also product sourcing and the allocation of resources, because I'm also very passionate about our environment and what can businesses do to be more sustainable, both environmentally and as, as well as socially uh, conscious. So 
that's been my path over the last several years and I'm building a one-to-many platform so I can take this information rather than one-on-one with one or two clients at a time to more of a, a one-to-many type of platform. So that's what I've been up to. And, and then as obviously as this evolved, there's uh, this experience of meeting Dr. Daniel Amen and, and having my brain scanned, which is just another layer of, of playing detective with ourselves to explore and understand how and why we do the things that we do because that psyche and that programming is really what dictates the lives that we live. Exactly. So when you go back to when you were having, like you talked in your video about having low energy or some brain fog, you know, most of us would say, well, I need a good night's sleep. What brought you to Dr. Daniel Amen? How did you know who he was in Amen Clinics? Where did it start? Yeah. So um, for about five years, I was living right along the ocean uh, in Encinitas, California, and loved it there. And at the same time, and you know, I'm in my 40s now, and, and you know, I, I started having a little bit of brain fog and a depletion of energy. And you know, the conscious mind could say, well, maybe it's just because I'm getting older, or maybe it's my diet or whatever. And then I started developing other symptoms like leaky gut and food sensitivities and things like that. So I started getting blood work done and talking to different doctors to figure out, well, what's going on? And yes, some of my markers were off, but they, in that detective work of getting labs done and talking to both Western as well as naturopathic medical doctors, we weren't really finding the epicenter or the main cause, if you will. And one of my family members uh, has been to, to Amen Clinics as well and had a scan, and she recommended that I reach out. And I decided to invest in that after doing some research and seeing some of the, the fascinating things. And so that's how I first found out about uh, Daniel Amen and Amen Clinics. And, you know, they have locations all around the United States, which is great as well. So it's convenient for people. And I thought that, you know what, this, this might be something that, that could give me a better insider clue as to what's going on. And uh, it's, it's just been an amazing journey. Wow. So I know that you had symptoms of wanting to look at your brain, but many people that might be watching could be like me and they just want to optimize. And I know Dr. Amen scanned his wife's brain before they got married. So, you know, like all these strategies of looking and getting to know somebody, were, were you afraid they were going to find something that you weren't aware of from the scan? There's no doubt about it. There's a little bit of nervousness going in, but I will say this and thank you for pointing that out that yeah, you don't have to be like sick or experiencing symptoms to want to figure out what's going on. It's like even, um, I, you know, I know Dave Asprey has, has um, he, Daniel was the reason why Dave Asprey was inspired to create Bulletproof. And Dave Asprey shared that on two different podcasts where he interviewed Daniel. And it's like this whole mind hacking, biohacking thing. Daniel Amen was the main, I think, or one of the main sources of inspiration for that. Wow, and I'm a Bulletproof he, fan for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he was interestingly enough um, exposed to mold as well, the house I was living in had yeah, mold, yeah. and so that was one of the the correlations between he and I. Mm. But yes, uh, I know Daniel mentioned that about having Tana's uh, brain scan when they first started dating, and he even playfully recommended to me like Doug, if you date someone for about four months, you might want to just get her brain scan to see what's going on because. You know, again, we have an operating system in our brain and so much of the time we're looking for outside things, whether it's our diets or whatever else. But until, how do, he always says, how do you know unless you look, right? And if we are 
optimizing or looking at the way that we're living our life and there's something that we want more, better, or different, yes, we can turn to great personal growth workshops or great books. And from my experience now, after having my brain scanned, it was one of the most fascinating experiences I've ever had. And I created a love and a reverence for my brain that I can't imagine having had it not been for this opportunity to see my brain. Like, you know, we can look at the palm of our hand and we can see our body in the mirror and we all know we have a brain. And I can promise you when you go through this, you're going to have this experience of like, oh my gosh, this is my brain. And you've never seen it before. And for me, it was like this, and I don't have human children yet, but I can only imagine what it would be like to have my own child and how much I would want to love it and care for it and never want to do any harm to it. Mm. And to be aware that there were things that I've been doing over the years, whether it was the kickboxing and tie boxing I did when I was younger to food that I've been putting in my, my, my mouth and to environmental toxins that I've been exposed to as well as thoughts and unconscious beliefs. But all of that plays a role in the way that my brain is functioning. So I see this as something that's so beneficial, not just for people that have symptoms, but also for people that just want a better life. And, and I can also see this as another way for um, HR departments, quite honestly, as a, as a business leader and consultant, you know, you run personality profile tests on people, it might be not a bad idea to scan their brain. Um, because if you have an employee that you invest money into and they're not being productive, rather than firing them and going through that whole cycle, maybe you can get their brain scanned and find out, well, what's going on and how can we improve and help that person? So yeah, it's lots of ways. Oh, it's so interesting. When you were talking, I made another connection because you were talking about, you know, even how Daniel had Tana scanned. When I worked for Bob in the beginning, like we, Doug and I both have Bob Proctor in common. And when, but when I started working for Bob, it was like a requirement that we had to take this seminar where um, I met Doug. Yep. It was the basic seminar. And it was all about learning how to make sure we keep our word. And Bob wanted to make sure that we all, everyone that works for him had this certain level. And he had the seminar to use for that. And now I see the brain scan is another level. He could have just scanned my brain. How is Andrea going to be productivity wise for me in my corporation? Rather than sending me off to Arizona to do this seminar, make sure that I keep uh, working productively for him. He could have just scanned my brain. Yeah, absolutely. No, like that's, you know, as now with this awareness, people that are close to me in my life, I, it's, it's one of the pillar foundation things that I would highly recommend to people. Uh, because again, if like whether you're leading people or you're leading yourself, it's understanding how am I, it's like you wanna get blood work done or you wanna step on the scale to see, well, what do I weigh? And then you identify, well, hey, this is point A, now what does point B look like? Where, where do I wanna go from here? And if there's any part of oneself where they don't feel as if they're operating the way that they want to, then this is one of the things that I would personally recommend just from my own experience. Well, was there anything noticeable about your brain that kind of shocked you that you found out? Yeah, and, and so yes, you're right. There was a nervousness going in. And when I sat in and went through the consultation afterwards, the two things he said was, you've been assaulted and you've been poisoned. And, you know, that was a little bit of a wake up call and he showed me and I, 
I had a car accident when I was 16 years old and you could see lack of blood flow. Uh, and that's what the spec scan really does is it shows kind of like a tomography type of map. That's not the right word, but that's my association. Yeah. And, uh, and there were on the sides and I, I totaled a car when I, or I, I totaled my car and a semi when I was 16 years old by pulling out in front of it onto a highway. And, and I had massive whiplash and a concussion when I was younger. And to, to see that that could still be there from that age. And then also the frontal lobe area and this like this lack of blood flow up here, which also, if you're looking at like the, the CEO seat of the brain, right, where you've got that, um, that, that part of your brain that's, that's really there to focus on attention span and being able to have that executive function, if you will, in the brain, that this part also was a little bit indented, if you will. And being hit multiple times and then also diet and lifestyle could play a role in that. So it was fascinating to see. And then there's another type of scan too. If you look at Amen clinics, they've got the kind that looks like a sherbet ice cream that's multicolored, you know, and the colors don't really matter. It's more about the, the flow. And then there's that other one that shows the insides and it shows the blood flow activity. So my cerebellum had lower activity back there, which also plays a role in cognitive function and all of that type of thing. And so it was really fascinating to see that. And then the, to have the course of treatment of what can I do to make it better was really cool to say, okay, so yes, this is what is. And he even noticed, he even noticed, he said, you've got some stored trauma. And he showed it and he said, it, the fact that it's on this side of your brain. And he said this, he said, you know, you're someone that, that may tend to have anxiety or, um, you know, stress, but you, you may not express it to other people. And instead you internalize that. And, uh, the, huh? the, the trauma, the withholding showed up in your brain. Yeah. And it's like, the, so there's specific parts, right. Of the brain. And if you have a hot spot, if you will, or certain over stimulus or activity, it could be suggestive that that, um, could be the case. And so for me, certainly there were some things from my past, you know, stresses that I may have had and, and things that, yeah, just, just, I would say stress and or emotional trauma that, that I had earlier on in life that, you know, might've been a breakup or something, or, you know, feelings of insecurity about myself or stress over work or whatever that might've been. And if that continues to be triggered and kind of run on autopilot, as we all have our own internal dialogue that just tends to repeat itself, you know, it's one of those things to understand. And then with that understanding, now we have some tools to do something with it. So uh, that was, that was really fascinating. And then there was a recommendation to get EMDR therapy, which is, was, was really interesting and, and cool to experience and, um, helps to refile, if you will, some of that. And then I think another thing that I noticed too, is whenever I have a dialogue or an experience that may not be what I would prefer, there's an awareness of like, oh, this is what's happening rather than being the experience, I can become the observer of the experience because I have a new tool or a perspective to look at. And that allows me to shift out of that quicker. So um, that's at least my experience from it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is crazy, Doug. So after you saw the results and he mm -hmm. gave you some tips, what changes did you make? Like, I know we all know, like go to get, get the eight hours of sleep, eat fish oil, did you really stick to what he said? Oh, yeah. And I think that that's one of the things, too. He would say this as well, I'm sure, that the scan for me, it, it's like if you talk about, if you're like a, a 
either a life coach or a health coach or something like that, that the biggest challenge with any patient or coach client relationship is compliance, right? It's like, are you going to follow through with the thing? Well, when I looked at my brain, it's like, that's a different, the stakes are a little higher there, at least the way that I interpreted that. It's yeah. not like, um, cause that, this is my operating system. Yeah. And literally every single part of my life is dictated as far as how I live and what I experience. This is my operating system. And so if I'm not caring for this and this is not operating properly, everything outside is going to be affected by that. So this is really the starting point of that. So yeah, there was a level of commitment that I personally experienced that I have never had before. And so then it's like, I'm extra cautious with the food that I put into my body. The, I mean, I moved out of my home that had uh, mold. And not only that, it was, I did do hyperbaric oxygen chamber sessions. And that was something to help kickstart the, um, rehabilitation, if you will, of my brain. There's tons of great research on hyperbaric oxygen. Phenomenal, you know, because the body will heal itself and blood circulation and oxygen are catalysts for the body to heal itself. We're, we have such fascinating, um, you know, biology in, in the human body and how it all works, how we can cut ourselves, a scab forms, the skin comes back. So we're, we're designed to heal ourselves. It's just making sure that we can optimize our body so that we can do that. And then Another thing that I thought was a really cool takeaway that he says is one of the best things you can do for an activity is ping pong. Yeah, he talks about that. Well, and so it's, it's the cerebellum. And, and what's interesting is I, I've studied this now since then myself, and I've done Filipino martial arts for a number of years, and I got away from it. Well, I totally got back into it, which it, it's anytime we're crossing this, this meridian between each side of our body, with with movements of some kind so it could be a, a ping pong paddle the hand-eye coordination it's 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 getting that that stimulation of the of both sides of the brain activated and and so that's something i really noticed and when he did my after scan three months later and i was like freaked out i'm like no no no, i want i want two or three more months like i want more time he's like nope we're, you, you should do it now so um he did and he was just amazed at the before and after uh, so much so that I'm just, I'm honored that he actually had me on his PBS special uh, and, and featured wow. my brain as one of the brains that was, was oh. on there. So yeah, it, it was pretty amazing. Wow. So just talking about this, is there anything that you feel like just revisiting this that you might've dropped off at or have you just kept, because you did get to work with Daniel Amen himself. I'm sure that added to your level of commitment but did you drop off on anything and just the fact that now you're talking about it, you're like, oh shoot, I should be doing this. Or did you keep that same level of commitment the whole time? Predominantly it stayed with me. Uh, you know, I, it's just something that I'm not gonna forget. Now that doesn't mean that we don't slip every once in a while with our diet or exercise or something like that. But the, the fish oils, for me, I do take the brain MD supplements. There's one specifically that in addition to like the brain to body power max, I also take this one called focus and energy and I govern myself with it um, based upon how I'm feeling. So I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I personally believe that less is more. So rather than just loading up on something right. like let's see how you feel and then kind of self um, dose yourself, if you will, based upon that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's something I, I have, I've really stayed with and 
yes, it was great. And I'm honored to, to, to stay with Daniel. And I don't say this in a way to discredit him by any way, shape or form, but I can imagine if I would have gone to any one of the staff members at Amen Clinics, I would feel the exact same way. If I was in Chicago or Atlanta or, you know, um, any of the other, the East coast locations, the upper Northwest where they have clinics, because it's, it's really going through that process and, and seeing your brain and going through that experience and his entire staff I've gotten to observe and be a little bit aware of and, and pay attention to because I've become so fascinated by an experience like this that, yeah, I, I'm sure I would have an equal or um, just as much level of commitment, no matter who the person was I was seeing. Well, I'm so excited. I can't believe this. Um, just going into mine, filling out the questionnaires. It's like you're, like you're talking in the beginning, a little bit nervous. What are they going to find? And then definitely the commitment to keep it going because it is so important for our future. So um, it's a lot. It is. And what's so fascinating too is like the the number of people, like what he can see, even. Um, you know, whether it's Alzheimer's or dementia that, that they can spot in the brain many years before it shows up. And there are things that we can fundamentally do to, uh, you know, um, have a healthier um, life, right? And, and so, so much of that is our lifestyle, uh, things that we can do, even reading crossword puzzles, uh, that he's got this brain fit life thing that you can do too, um, but you don't have to have that. There's so many different tools and resources, but there's things to stimulate our brain. And, you know, we, we know that, exercising and, and eating healthy is, is good. And, and the, these are things that, that, that prolong our quality of life and allow that to be um, greater for longer periods of time compared to not having a healthy diet and not exercising. Well, the same is with your brain. There's specific things you can do to fuel and feed your brain, both with what we're putting into our bodies as well as what we're putting into our minds. And that is relating to what we watch on television, the news that we allow ourselves to expose to, not that it's not a great idea to be aware of what's happening in the world, but to, uh, it's, it's not beneficial sometimes to go down rabbit holes and get sucked into things because you know, that's a whole other piece outside of Amen Clinics that I'm so fascinated by is like, you know, if we watch something on television that um, in a lot of our news stations tend to understand this because if they're, um, promoting something or talking about something that induces a state of stress, it's like all of a sudden our body then gets the dump of cortisol. Like the pituitary gland in our brain is so fascinating that it makes chemicals based upon the stimuli and what we're seeing in the outside world. So whether it's dopamine and norepinephrine or cortisol or adrenaline, that we can all just get flooded with these chemicals. And here's what's really interesting is that the body, we people talk about addiction, right? And it doesn't have to be to outside substances. What most people don't realize with addiction is that the most addictive thing that's out there is our thoughts. Because if someone has been thinking stressful thoughts, then all of a sudden they're feeding cortisol and adrenaline into their body. And just like if you, some people need their morning coffee in the morning or become addicted to sugar, because the cells of the body are sending signals to the brain saying, hey, I need this coffee, I need this sugar. Well, then you'll have that unconscious impulse to go grab the coffee, grab the sugar. So your cells get fed that chemical that they're becoming dependent upon. Well, if someone becomes addicted to stress, they will unconsciously tune into certain social media channels, news channels, thoughts that will feed those chemicals of the body. So by having an opportunity to look at the operating system, take an assessment, it's just a great 
opportunity to say that this is my benchmark and from this day forward, I'm going to make a change. And we've all done that on New Year's resolutions or whatever it might be. But going through this experience to me was like New Year's resolution on steroids. Like it's so much more because it's like, wow. And then I have a goal. And it was really cool to me. I, and, and I just from my own experience, I am more, I was more committed to the after scan than I was the initial scan. Like I, I personally wouldn't want to do one without the other. Cause I want to say, all right, show me what is now tell me what to do to make it better. And then let me see what that is. And that gave me fuel to be like, Oh my gosh, in three months with making these changes, I went from this to that. I can't ever go back to the old self. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow, Doug. Thank you so much for just sharing this snapshot of your spectrum image story. I know there's so many people out there that might be thinking about doing this and they just don't know where to begin. And whether you have symptoms like you had or just like me, you just want to optimize. Thank you so much for your story. And if anyone wants to learn more, they can go to amenclinics.com. And if anyone wants to learn more about what you're doing, they can go to consciousgrowth.com. Is there any final words you want to say just to close out? Um, I just appreciate it. So I'm so glad that we had this as an opportunity to connect. And that's one of the great things about social media, right? That you yeah. know, we were talking about this offline. We hadn't had this connection in so many years. And then you see me post about my experience with, with Daniel Amen. You're like, oh my gosh. And that just allowed us to reconnect. So I'm really grateful for that. And okay. yeah, for anyone that has the opportunity to to, to go down this path, uh, you know, just wish you well and grateful to share my experience and, and uh, just knowing that um, we're all here for some type of purpose. And if we can find ways to be better at what we're doing, and I know that's so much of the work that you're doing. And so I appreciate you for what you do and just introducing people to things and modalities that might help improve their quality of life and optimize. I, I just really acknowledge and appreciate you for that. Thanks, Doug. Well, good luck with everything and thanks so much. And we'll stay in touch closer now that we're more connected. That sounds awesome. Looking forward to it. Take care. All right, you too. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com.